Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. Hey friend, you're listening to Truth Talks with Tara, a podcast dedicated to helping you know, love, and live God's word. I'm your host, Tara, and I am so glad that you're here. Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So, what do you say? Let's get into it. for tuning in to another episode of Truth Talks with Tara. This episode is so special. As I took time to sit back and edit through it, I was just encouraged myself to really listen to what the Holy Spirit did through this. So I have my sweet friend Tori Masters on the show. Tori and her husband Chad run an amazing Christian YouTube channel, a podcast, and their own Instagrams where they really just want to help people just to really find purpose and hope and joy in the Lord. And Tori and Chad have a really special story that they've been able to help a lot of people through and so in that in this episode we're actually going to be shedding some light on a little bit of that story and that is their personal testimony of walking through seasons of waiting with the Lord and so I wonder if you're thinking of something right now that you're waiting through or you feel like you're just stuck in this season or there's an unfulfilled desire or longing to have a baby or to get engaged or to get this or that or just kind of unsure where the Lord is taking you and just kind of feeling like life may be at this weird standstill and if you want to know how much hope and purpose and joy there is in this time to really wait with the Lord and how waiting isn't actually a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. I'd encourage you to keep listening to this conversation with Tori. She just shares so much encouragement. Tori and I have an amazing conversation in which we pray is glorifying to the Lord and edifying for your heart and your faith. Plus, I think this episode was really, really fun, and it just felt like you were sitting at coffee with two girlfriends, and that's our hope and prayer, too, that you would be entertained, but more than anything, encouraged by this conversation. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Tori. 
friends, I feel like this episode has been very highly anticipated. <laughs> I am really honored that we have the one, the only Tori Masters on the podcast today. Tori, thank you for oh. being here. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I have so much excitement for this topic, for this yes. podcast in general. I'm excited to just dive on in. Let's do it. Uh, I know we are just ready and raring to go, but Tori, for those who may not know who you are, what you do, all the things, why don't you just give us a little glimpse into you and your life and yeah, what, what life is looking like for you guys right now? Oh, I love that. Um, so my name is Tori Masters. My husband and I, we have a YouTube channel where we focus on faith, lifestyle, kind of the whole nine yards over there on YouTube. We enjoy it so much. And then we also have a daily devotional podcast called Mornings with the Masters. They're quick, short little episodes that we can devote ourselves to the Lord with our listeners every single day. And we love that. And then for more of like the daily, I'm over on Instagram, but everything we do, we always say our why is we want to be the people that we wish we had when we were Mm -hmm. younger. And so we want to make sure that everything that we're doing in our life is bringing people closer to the Lord and making them uh, just more equipped to live a life for for Jesus and and Mm -hmm. have that joy inside of doing it. Yeah, that's so good. And you guys are expecting your first little baby. (laughs) We are pregnant. We live in Florida. Um, We just built our dream home. Mm. So we are, we've gone through so many seasons. We've been married for a little over three years, about three and a half years. We live in LA and then we moved to Florida, built our home. We were trying to conceive for a really long time and or it felt like a really long time to us, at least a little over yeah. a year. Yeah. And um, yeah, and now we're expecting. So we really truly believe and like feel like we're walking in so many answered prayers in this season. Yeah. Um, so it's just been really exciting. Oh, I am so thankful to hear that. I even had, just side note, it's been so cool to see what God can do with social media to connect people. Yes. I even had um, people on my Instagram when I said that, hey, like Tori and I are doing a podcast episode, like let us know what you want to talk about. And some people were like, I have been praying for Tori and Chad for so Aww. long to have a baby. And just to like, oh, my heart. To, to see that, like I know you guys have gotten messages like that and just to see yeah. the community that's so genuine. I love yeah. um I'm just so honored that we get to do what we get to do and that we get to like, I truly feel like we're sitting here right now, just like talking to all of our girlfriends about this. And I know you guys just really, that comes through with all you guys do. It has been the biggest blessing. I truly feel like in the testimony of getting pregnant, um, where people have shared their, the pages of their prayer journal where they had been praying for baby masters. There was a a girl the other day who sent us this blanket and we had, I lost it, completely lost it. But we went through on a podcast and we were talking about selfish, like, do we have a selfish prayer life? Mm. And it was just something that I had felt convicted about in a certain season and really felt convicted to start praying for my family, my community, the world, et cetera. And she said that she felt so impacted by that, that she decided to commit to praying for our future baby. And so every time she'd pray, she would weave into this little blanket and she ended up sending this blanket. And as I like held this blanket, I just started crying as I read her letter. It was just so impactful. Wow. And it really like touches on the power of prayer and having that godly community around you, even though sometimes you don't even know who all is praying for you. And Mm -hmm. I think that that is like one of the most special forms of love is like, I can just imagine God sitting up there and like 
one daughter praying over another and that daughter doesn't even know she's being prayed over right now and God just smiling and, you know, just being like, oh, my daughter is like lifting each other up. Like, I just think it's so sweet. Oh, that's powerful. I mean, that could be a whole yes. thing on its own, but I <laughs> I just love getting to see that. And that's just a little encouragement. Just keep praying for people that you don't even realize. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we get discouraged by like, oh, it's this prayer isn't being answered, which we might touch yeah. on later, but like, or this isn't happening, but just keep, mm-hmm. just keep going. We really don't know the time or yes. the method in which God will do things, but he's, no, we don't. he's always good, <laughs> always trustworthy. Yes, oh, that is mm-hmm. so cool, Tori. Okay. I love getting to ask my friends on the podcast as we kind of like transition into our topic. But one thing cool. or a couple things, because sometimes people are like, can I do more? I'm like, yes. Um, it's something Perfect. that they're loving in their lives. Um, mm. Like a favorite thing, like a favorite things YouTube video. Like those are like some of my favorite videos to watch, by the way. Just like are people loving. So is there something that you're loving? Because I feel like people want to know what Tori is loving right now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know what's funny is right now in our life, we are loving rest and margin. Um, Chad and I have always, it seems like lived very busy lives. We travel a ton and we love that. And even next month, I'm going to be traveling a little bit more again, but for the last month, I feel like it has been the only month of our marriage that we have just really sat still, Mm. enjoyed each other, enjoyed our home. We've relaxed by the pool. I feel like I've had devotion time that doesn't feel like I'm on a time crunch. Like I just genuinely feel freedom inside of just, I can sit in this time with the Lord Mm -hmm. as long as I want to. Um, And it's just been really like special for me. Um, We just shared this on YouTube, but I, this this was like something that we dreamed about before we built the house, but we built a prayer room slash war Mm -hmm. room inside of our house and it just got finished last month. And so that has been the thing that I'm like loving lately is developing prayer strategies over like each area of our personal life and then prayer strategies for my friends and family, um, kind of building out that prayer board and filling out the answered prayer board. It has been, um, really, really cool. That's incredible. I have a few friends that I even just follow online and, you know, they have like a closet, right? I mean, they call Mm -hmm. it a prayer closet or like a prayer corner or something like that. And so I think that's so powerful to be able to like write it down. I think sometimes it's like, oh, it's just so much work. But to see it written down, to see like the answered prayers, to Mm -hmm. even just look at the ones that haven't been answered and be like, Lord, I'm going to like keep bringing those to you. So, so powerful. And I'm so glad that you guys have been resting. I am not very good at that. I think that pregnancy, maybe that's it too. Pregnancy caused me to, which was great. It forces me to. Yes. (laughs) And then also now having like a four-month-old, he's not a newborn anymore, but having a four-month-old like, and then also working so much like- I'm realizing I need to rest. And then I also want to rest and not be distracted or pulled away from him. And my husband, you don't want to miss this season. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. My husband is a very good reminder uh, of me or for me to rest. So um, (laughs) yeah, I definitely need it. It's so tough. It's so tough. I don't know like what your personality type is or whatever, but I am an achiever. And so I feel like my crux is my to-do list sometimes because I will write these like crazy long to-do lists. And I feel like as I cross out all the things. It's almost like an ego boost for me. I can like idolize it in a way if I, if I'm not careful or I'll get really down on myself if I don't finish everything I need Mm -hmm. to finish. And I need 
me to a yes. D to a D. It's so it, it's so dangerous, you know. Yeah. To there was the other day where like I was doing a ton that morning. I remember it hit like. 1 32 p.m. and I just realized I hadn't stopped yet and I hadn't mm-hmm. like really even like had my I had my lunch while I was on a call and like I was just like yeah. wow I haven't even had a, a chance to breathe I have a 30 minute gap before my next call and I told Chad yeah. I was like babe I gotta go lay down like my whole body is so tired yeah. um just wake me up before the call and I wake up and I was like oh that felt way longer than a 30 minute nap oh, like you know when like you just like really pass out you're like where am i what day is what it? day is it? i have no idea well i slept for two and a half hours oh, i gosh. missed the call well, and chad chad took chad took care of everything he was like babe you just look like you're sweet. sleeping so well and i knew you needed sleep so i just Aww, took care of everything and i was like so good i love you so much <laughs> what a keeper <laughs> what a keeper i, I literally need it. We i literally need it True. Before hopping on this this call, even this interview, I was like, I did so, okay. Like it's for me, it's like ten thirty in the morning. But I've done so yeah. much. I'm up early with the baby, but I did so much. And then like I was vacuuming, I was like getting ready, and I was sitting down for this, and I'm like, I've done so much today. Like I felt so good about myself, and I'm like, I should feel that way even when I don't get a lot of you know right. stuff done during the day. Yes. Like I feel I'm the same way. I am yeah. totally the same way. <laughs> yeah, man. We're, we'll have to bring that to. To the war room, to the oh <laughs> to yes. the prayer closet. Yes, yes, pray for me to chill out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so so good, Tori. I love getting to hear what everyone is loving, and I feel like it's also just an encouragement for people just to mm-hmm. like hear what other people are doing. And yeah, um, so even for me, that's super powerful. So thank you for sharing. Um, I am super super excited. I always say that, but I've been looking forward to this conversation for a long time. Like Aww. friends listening, we talked about a few things that we might want to chat about on this episode, but then we asked you guys on Instagram. I'm like, Hey, what do you want to hear? And it just further confirmed what God wanted to happen on this episode. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to be talking about waiting with the Lord, waiting on the Lord, waiting for maybe desires not yet fulfilled in your life, um, which I think we can all think of at least one right now in the back of our minds. I know I have a few. So I feel like we're often told to wait on the Lord. You know, you hear it on signs, you see it on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you see it on Pinterest, like wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, like trust the Lord with, with God's timing of your life. But I feel like sometimes it seems like it would be easier to take things into our own hands or become super discontent with our lives, especially looking at other people on social media. You know, I'm sure Tori, I mean, we'll probably get into this, but like looking at people that are like having babies, people that are getting married, like doing all the things. So Mm -hmm. um, let's just like dive right into it. Like not even mix words. God tells us to wait Mm -hmm. and to be patient. Why? And why is that beautiful? Right? I mean, is it? (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's so funny because God wouldn't make us wait if he didn't have a better, like if he had a different purpose, you know what I mean? Like if he's making us wait, it's because he is a good father and there is a reason behind it. And I think so quickly, like we can forget that and Mm -hmm. we want to blame him and we want to think that he's not good. Why are they getting this? And I think the cool thing about the topic of waiting is it doesn't, there's not like a specific season, right? Like when you're in high school, you're just waiting to graduate and be on your own and go to college. And then you get to college and you're like, I just want to graduate and have a big person job, you know, and then you do that and you're like, I just want to get married or be in that relationship like everybody Mm -hmm. else is and get engaged. And then (laughs) I want to be married and everyone else is married and then you get married and now I want to have a baby and then the baby comes and you're like, man, I just want to get past the newborn phase and there's always something, right? And if we're not careful, we can literally wish our life away and 
we're not living in the present. We're not grateful for where we are. Mm -hmm. And I know that the season of waiting that we walked through, which first and foremost, the season of waiting for the baby was not the first season of waiting I ever walked through. It was just the most recent one. Yes. Yes. I think that we can take lessons that we learn in each season and apply them to the next one, right? Because we're promised 100%. trials and troubles and tribulations. Like, yeah, well, it. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's a truth, right? It's yeah. not like our favorite truth ever, but it's scripture. It's truth. Yep. And so it's like, okay, if I know that I'm going to walk through this season again in some way, what can I gain now mm-hmm. that's going to help prepare me to walk through that season with more grace, more joy, yeah. um, and not allow the lies of the enemy to steal that season away from me. And it's something that I talk to single girls a lot about who are waiting for like their relationship or their person. And it's like, okay, I I totally get it. And that desire is good, right? I think that that's the hard part about waiting with the Lord sometimes is we feel like the desire is from God. Yes. Right. Yes. The desire to be in a relationship and love someone and want to serve someone or the desire to have a child. I'm like, Lord, Mm. I felt like you gave me this desire. Like, if this is not from you, will you just take it away? And then the desire doesn't go away. And I'm like, well, dang it, Lord, what do you want me to do? How do I wait? Well, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs, but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash truth talks. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids. And for parents, try three new brainy chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And I think it really comes down to like a couple different truths. Yeah, let's um, hear it. The first one that Chad always said to me, um, if there's anyone out there who is trying to conceive, I think the tough part about walking through waiting in that season is you're, it's every month you're like very much hit with it, right? Like yeah. 
start your period or right. you take the test and it's negative and it's very much in your face versus yeah. like the season of waiting for a couple other things. It's not quite in your face. There's not like a date every month that you have to like be face yeah. to face with the reality that you're still waiting. Yeah. And so, and plus add on top of that, all the hormones that happen. Oh my gosh. The month. I'm like, before we were trying, I cried the day before my period. It was yeah. like how I knew I was about to start my period was right, I would cry right. about something happy or sad. I'm in tears. I'm like, like oh, oh, I'm probably yeah. going to start my period. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, and so it was just, um, it was, it was brutal every month after month. And I would think I was getting better at handling it, et cetera. And really I like, wasn't until really close to the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this one specific moment that I remember, um, it was right around the time that we hit the like one year mark. And for me, it was tough because I was like, I could never imagine not being pregnant after a year, you know, sure. a, a year of mine. It was kind of like this, my own deadline that I like yeah. put in my head. Well, like, and you never think it's going to be you. You never yeah. think that. Yes. And, yeah. um, and so I was kind of wrestling and um, just trying to figure this all out. And I was going to start my period when Chad was out of town. And that was kind of bumming me out too. Like I was going to be alone. Normally yeah. he's like my support system. Yeah, yeah. And um, I had also just, this is TMI, but just had some personal little things happening yeah. um, where I was like, what is going on with my period right now? Like, am I starting? Am I not? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So I was just like dealing with a lot of confusion. And Chad looked at me and had a conversation with me that at first I low-key wanted to like slap him. I'm like, um, sir, (laughs) you in my body, are you dealing with this? (laughs) Um, and, and he was just like, Hey babe, like first and foremost, you need to recognize that God does not make mistakes. So if we are not pregnant, we're not pregnant and that's okay because we serve a God who does not make mistakes. And it was like in that moment, I really needed to hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was also kind of frustrated because I was like, okay, well, what now? I don't know what to pray. You know, I Mm -hmm. think that the hard part about waiting sometimes is we don't know what to pray. And so Chad literally took me because I didn't respond to him and just let him kind of talk to me about like, is this an idol? All the stuff. Um, He brought my Bible, my journal, like all my Bible study tools. And he took me to the war room and literally left me in the prayer closet. (laughs) And I was like, Okay. <laughs> so okay. All right. There, I'm sitting there in the prayer closet. I'm like, Holy Spirit, you're gonna have to talk to me before I talk to my husband because right now I'm oh, just frustrated yes. <laughs> and I don't want to say something that is not kind. And so I'm sitting wow. there and I'm praying and I'm getting super real and raw with the Lord. I'm like, I'm journaling. I'm like, God, I'm frustrated. Like yeah. I don't know whether I'm supposed to pray for patience in the waiting or for a miracle to come yeah. or what. And I'm just frustrated. Um, and he brought me to the verse in Romans. I think it's like eight 28 or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I think one second, I'm just going to like pull it up real quick. Um, it says it's Romans eight 26 through 27. And it says, and the Holy spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, Mm -hmm. we don't know what God wants us to pray for. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father, who knows all hearts, knows what the Spirit is saying. Mm -hmm. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. 
Ooh, that's good. In harmony and, with God's own will. In harmony with God's will. Wow. And that was where I was frustrated. I was like, Lord, if I knew your will, I would pray for it, but I don't know your will. Yeah. And so I don't know what to pray. And so when I read that verse, I just burst into tears and I had this vision of the throne room of God. And I could see the father's feet. Like I could see the wow. throne and like his feet and the Holy Spirit speaking to him. And Jesus, I felt like was right beside me with like his hand on my shoulder. And wow. the three of them were having a conversation on my behalf. Wow. And I just, it, it like brought chills to my body and it brought peace to my soul yeah. um, because I knew that they had me, right? Yeah. I knew yeah. that like the Trinity, like the, my, my father in heaven, like he had what was best for me and his perfect timing. Yeah. And I just needed to actually trust him, like yeah. actually surrender. Cause I could say with my words, I surrender, but what does that like practically look like? And I yeah. realize that sometimes I'm surrendering and I'm like, here, Lord. And then I realize my grip is still really tight. Like it, 100%. I haven't actually surrendered it. Yeah. And so yeah. um, I think like having those moments with God, like remembering okay, when I don't know how to pray, when I don't know if I'm praying in alignment with God's heart, I need to pray for the Holy Spirit to pray on my behalf here. Right, right. I'm not really sure what's going on, yeah. but I'm just going to put it in their hands. Yeah. And then- And that's, another, and that's daily, right? That's like, oh, that's a daily perfect. surrender. I think, you know, Luke 9, 23, taking up our crosses, following yeah. Jesus, you know, and surrendering, that is every single day. It's not a one and done. Yeah. If it was- yeah. I think this is a key part too. And waiting is depending yeah. on the Lord. If it was yeah. a one and done thing, we wouldn't need the Lord. We wouldn't need to depend on him, but like depending on him in those waiting yeah. seasons in the everyday moments is how we right. draw nearer to him. It's how we yeah. trust him more. It's how we start to like release Let that go. grip a little more. Right. Yes. Yeah. And something else that really helped me in the season. Um, I remember after that moment, I just had this realization of how many answered prayers we were currently walking in. Like I yeah. was just looking at my husband and being like, okay, wow. Like there were years I prayed for my future husband, you know, yeah. and now I wake up to him every morning and get mm -hmm. to go to bed with him every night. And like, yeah. am I truly thanking the Lord for mm. who he is every yes. single day to me? Like yeah. he is the prayer that was answered Good. and I'm like, my mom prayed this man into my life when I was in her womb. Yes, you know I mean? like, yes. There's so much prayer that went into who my future husband would be. And he's here mm. and I'm walking beside him every day. And am I thankful for that? Am I like right, truly right. walking in gratefulness for that? Um, and then good. our home, I'm like, I'm praying these prayers and I'm so frustrated. <laughs> and we are like living in the home that we also prayed for and only yeah. came to pass because of like some serious answered prayers. Right. And so I think in any season of waiting, when we're only focused on what God isn't doing, we completely miss what God has done and is doing in our present, is doing That's in good. our now. That's and good. so we, it's just like a very quick perspective shift. And I don't think that people realize how easy that particular switch is because yeah. when you are walking in a state of gratitude, it's very hard to walk 
in worry. It's very hard to walk yes, in ungratefulness yes. when you are like proactively focused right. on who God is and what he has done right, right. Um, and praising him for that. And yeah. as soon as you start praising, it's way harder to just like be a victim right, and right. like sit in your right. sulk, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, Philippians 4, 6, I was reading this morning and I was thinking about prayer. Something that I've been really meditating on in my own life is to pray for everything and about everything yes. and take everything to the Lord when it's good yes. or when it's bad, when yes. I'm faced with a good decision or a bad decision and not to take things on my own. So I was reading Philippians right. 4, 6 this morning and it was saying, you know, not, not to worry about anything, but in yes. everything by prayer and supplication, give or with make the request known to the Lord with yes. Thanksgiving right yes. there. And so I'm like, okay, how often do we do the prayers and supplications which we need to do, but without right. Thanksgiving? That is key. Right. We can't have it without mm -hmm. that. And I love how, I mean... It's, I don't know, I feel like sometimes we overcomplicate it, right? I don't want to say yeah. that being a Christian is simple, but like, think about it. Like God sets these yeah. things up and he says, if you keep your eyes on me, if you keep your right. heart thankful and centered on what I've done for you and that I'm right. enough for you, then life yeah. is going to be where it should be. And it's going to be yeah. easier for you to be content. And yet yes. we, we go into discontentment, you know, and right. that is just inevitable. But the answer, like God yeah. says, like, I've laid it out for you. Like, keep your eyes right. fixed, right? Yes. It's funny that you brought that verse up too, because two days after we found out we were pregnant, uh, one of our patrons who mm. lives in, I think, Jamaica. Wow. I could be saying that wrong, but her mother um, sent us a voice memo of that verse. And she was like, I was praying wow. over you guys this morning. And this verse came to mind. And as you're praying for your future baby, I want you to recognize the part in this that says with Thanksgiving. Oh. And I started <laughs> crying because obviously that's yes. all I do now is cry. And, <laughs> yeah. um, it's just it is understandable. Happy. Okay. It's just all the hormones. <laughs> um, and I was just like, wow, wow, wow. This verse is so cool. And it's so good and yeah. true. Yeah. Um, and you're right. It's like, we have this instruction manual for how to walk through these seasons. Right. right. But we're not opening our Bible to figure out how to actually do it. Yes, so that's right. like problem number one. And then two, we're not recognizing that we're actually in a spiritual war. And so the enemy doesn't want us walking in contentment. He doesn't right. want us walking in joy. He doesn't right. want us walking in praise. Yeah. He wants us to look at the father and question the father, right? That's, like that's always been his tactic. Oh, Is that really what God said? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I think God's holding something back from you, E. Why don't you just take that bite? Because he's holding back wisdom from you. Yeah. And we want to take it into our own hands yeah. and write our own story. And we forget how much better it would be if yeah. we left it in God's right. hands right. to begin with. Yeah. And so we have to recognize, okay, well, if we're living in this war, right? I'm a very competitive person. And so when I recognized that the enemy was winning yeah. by stealing my joy, wow, I got very frustrated. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want like, it back. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Like my joy doesn't come from being pregnant, right? My joy 100%. comes from the Lord. Amen. And I think that's something yeah. that people need to remember. Like we praise the promise giver, not the promise. Amen. And I yes. think that we yes. always think that, well, once this promise has arrived, then I'm going to be content. Then my life is going to be rainbows and unicorns. I'm never going to stress again. Like right. Right. that's when my life is going to be complete. And like, the reality of the situation is that is not true. It's yep, never yep. going to be true. There's yeah. nothing that like we're praying for here on earth that is going to completely satisfy every need and desire that we have. Mm -hmm. That void that we feel 
it's only for the Lord, right? So yeah. if we want to walk in joy and contentment in every season, whether we're waiting for something on and we're in the valley or we're yeah. walking in our promise and we feel like we're in a mountaintop season, our joy still comes from the Lord, yes. you know? And yes. so like we can walk in that no matter what season. Um, and I right. think it's something that right. we so often miss. 100%. I have been doing a study um, and this has kind of been compiling also for my book, not to cool. give spoilers away for it, but like I've been doing this study on free will um, that just kind of ties into the theme and the message. And I was reading about, you know, the beginning of the fall and everything. And there's yeah. a really interesting note um, in my study Bible. And it was about the choice is that people mm -hmm. are like, well, then why did God um, hold back? Why did he actually give a tree that Adam and Eve couldn't eat from? Why didn't he just give them everything? And the study Bible was saying, God is a God yeah. that gives you, gives us a choice. Right. He gives us a choice whether we're going to follow him or not. It's the same yeah. thing for Adam and Eve. He's like, I love you, but I'm not going to be this tyrant that makes you love right. me. I'm going to give exactly. you something that gives you a choice, but I also want you to realize that what I've given you is enough. Mm -hmm. And that I think the same thing goes there is that like, God has given us a choice, whether we're going to give in and look to that discontentment yeah. or we're going to look and see that God has given us everything we need and we can trust God to right. be God and us to be the people that are just, you know, just wrapped up in the grace that he's given us and looking yes. at the provision that he has for us and the beauty of those waiting seasons. And so for mm -hmm. me to realize, okay, God has given me the choice to look for joy, to yeah. believe that when God's word yes. says that he is making me wait to sanctify me, that he is right. true and that he's not yeah. holding anything back from me. I feel like we often feel like God is going to disappoint us. Oh, yeah. That God lets us down and that we're getting the short end of the stick when we follow yeah. God because sometimes it's easier. I mean, and that's the part of free will. Like we could actually make decisions that yeah. like aren't honoring the Lord. We can and I have. Yeah. Like we make sinful Absolutely. decisions Same. all the time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But God, like I think sometimes we're like, okay, we can do better or we can do things quicker faster than yeah. God, right? Like, I'm yeah. going to get to that baby sooner. I'm going to get to, you know, when yeah. I take these avenues, yeah. instead of just waiting and being like, Lord, what do you want me to do? You know? Right. And so I think knowing that, that that truth will help in the waiting too, is that God yeah. does not disappoint us. There's no such yeah. thing as disappointments when we're walking in God's will. Yeah. And I think something that's really important too, when we are walking through or figuring out that whole free choice thing, I definitely walked through a season of rebellion and made so many decisions that brought so much shame into shame. my life that I walked through for a decade before truly recognizing what the grace of God actually meant for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and I, what I don't think I recognized was that sin is such an empty promise. And yeah. that's like what Eve didn't recognize is it's so alluring and it's shiny and it's tempting. Yeah. And once you get it, it's totally empty. Right. And that's what I had to like figure out for myself, unfortunately. Like I wish I would have just listened, yeah. you know, to parents, yeah. to mentors, et cetera, and not right. had to walk through it and actually experience the torment of shame. Yeah. Um, but now I look and I can really like empathize with the people who make poor decisions, unfortunately, because I just like walked through it. Right. Um, but I just didn't realize like how empty it was. Yeah. And so if you are out there and you're like contemplating, like, is it really worth waiting till marriage? Is it really worth, you know, doing it the right way? Because a lot of times the right way is the hard way, yeah. you know, like yeah. 
the right way. It's the long way. It takes longer. It's harder. Like a narrow gate. It's a you know? narrow gate, right? Yeah. And yeah. we have to make sure too, as we're like thinking about this, that our character has to match our calling. And a lot of times when we are taking the easy way out, when we're taking things into our own hands, right? We're showing God who's like on the throne of our heart, right? Yeah. And a lot of times it's ourselves, it's our own pride, it's our own ego, it's our own ambition. And we have to make sure that like God is on the throne of our heart and his promises are what we're like longing for, not the things of this world and not yeah. the temptation, but we have a very real sin nature inside of us, right? And yeah. praise the Lord that we are no longer yoked to the slavery of sin, yeah, but that right. we get to by the power of the Holy Spirit, make good decisions that are in accordance to his will. Um, But it can be tough if you're not like fully awake spiritually and like going to battle and equipping yourself to actually like walk through that on a daily basis. Yes. Oh, I think that's so key is armoring up Ephesians 6. Mm-hmm. Another, you know, at, at the end of that um, passage about, you know, all the different types yeah. of armor, we're reminded yeah. again by Paul to pray, pray in, in the, the spirit. spirit, in the at spirit all at all times. And so yeah. I think that's another word is that just, okay, when you yeah. feel like you're just sitting between this tension of an unfulfilled desire and waiting with the Lord and wrestling with your sin nature that wants to take control, yeah. that wants to not trust the Lord is like, okay, yeah. you need to armor up because it's a perfect time yeah. for the enemy to come in and do yes. his thing. And I like, yeah. not like to dwell on the power of the enemy in a sense, but just, I mean, know that he's real, know that he is yeah. powerful, but know that he mm-hmm. is ultimately defeated. But I think yeah. just recognizing that it's a reality, right? And totally. I think that keeps yes. things in perspective. Like I love how you brought that up because I think sometimes when we're waiting we can make it very personal and just think how God's holding back on us. And it's like, no, yeah. what, like think about what the enemy is doing to you. Yeah. And then I love like how you just shared that you're a competitive person. So like compete, yeah. like fight mm-hmm. back and know yeah. that you have everything you need. Second Peter 1, 3, yes. you have everything you need for life and godliness. And yes. that in itself is like God has given you everything you need for today. He's going to yeah. give you everything you need for tomorrow. Yes. And I think just some people ask, okay, what's the will of God? And it's like there are some things, you know, Deuteronomy talks about how like there are things that are just God's and there are things that yeah. he also reveals to us. Like Tori was saying, open up the word. Mm-hmm. God says to follow him, you know, to love God, love people, to yeah. just like just follow the word, you know. And yeah. I think that can be what we do. And if we're waiting for something to happen, be like, Lord, I'm going to do what you have told me today. Right. And I'm going to keep praying and I'm going to let my desires be known because he wants yes. that to happen. Yeah. And just keep walking in his will and just watch as things kind of follow. I think we overcomplicate walking in God's will, right? Like we try to find this mysterious thing in the clouds when God is like, I've laid everything out for you yes. and just walk in obedience, walk in faithfulness, keep following yes. me, trust me, and then mm-hmm. watch what he does. It may not be the yeah. time you want. It may yeah. not be exactly what you want. Like even personally, mm-hmm. like my husband and I, I've always wanted to have kids, but we're yeah. like, okay, like we're not going to have kids for a couple years. And then we get pregnant four months after we got married. And we're like, yeah. okay, Lord, this was not part of the plan. We're like, yeah. we were following you. Like, why is this a part of your will? And now I see yeah. like the Lord is so gracious and so good to mm-hmm. do things that, I mean, oftentimes aren't in what we think and our blueprint, totally. but yeah. it's so much better. And he so has so I don't know. I mean, even if that unfulfilled desire, which is hard yeah. to say, you know, to speak into people's yeah. lives. Cause like I have a baby, Tori, you're pregnant. And so it's hard to speak into some of those things, yeah. but I think knowing that whatever you're dealing with, even if the Lord 
does not come through in that specific way for that answer. Yeah. The Lord is still good. Like just quickly, I need to have my parents on the podcast for planning on it. But like my parents adopted my brother and I because they weren't able to have kids. Yeah. And my mom walked through years and years of horrible physical illness where she almost mm. like died at a couple wow. of points where it was just wow. so intense. They were like in their late thirties by the time they adopted. So a lot longer than they thought they would have kids. Right. Totally. Yeah. And so, but I look at them and I ask them their testimony and they're like, you know what? It was horrible. It was brutal. The pain was real. And, yeah. you know, having a moment where we realized we couldn't have our own kids was real, but mm -hmm. God had something better. He still fulfilled that yeah. desire in another in way. way. In a different um, way. Yeah. And even if that's not like you have your own kids to be a spiritual mom, like whatever that is, yeah. God has something mm -hmm. so beautiful. And yeah. what I really want to do in my life is I want to be thankful and content in the Lord, mm -hmm. like even before something happens. Like yes, I don't want to just exactly. praise him now that I have a baby or now that I'm married right. or now that I'm doing, yes, yeah. I want to praise him right now. I want to praise in him the in the mountaintops and the valleys and mm -hmm. the waiting. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like, I always think of Abraham and how he glorified God, even in his yeah. waiting before yeah. the promise came. Yeah. It yeah. says in Romans 4, 20 through 21, it says, Abraham never wavered mm. wow. in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. Mm. And in this, he brought glory to God. Wow. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. Yeah. And I think so often we just miss that, right? Because the longer we go, the more our faith wavers, right? We're like, yeah, yeah. it's been so long, God. Now I'm questioning, did yeah. you say this? Right? Right, right. And it's like, but if we look at Abraham and we look at people in the Bible, there were so many people we're actually going through a full little study on our devotional right now about people who were stuck in the middle in the Bible yeah, and like looking good. at before the promise came. Right. Yep, yep. And how did they handle that? And what did they say to God and what were they wrestling with? Because we, we need to know we're not alone. People have been in the waiting since oh, biblical times. Yep, and yep. honestly, they had it way worse than us, right? Like <laughs> right, right. truly, like they had to walk through some super, super difficult things. And I'm not saying that it doesn't, that our lives aren't hard in ways, right? Yes, but like yes. they really had to like walk through some crap. Right. And, um, and so like opening our Bible and finding those stories that yes. like you can cling on to, like, I really clung on to like the story of Hannah and like yeah. the different women in the Bible who like waited and fasted and prayed and like truly like when their child came, that child had a major impact in the kingdom because those mothers like were oh, in yes. so much prayer over these babies and like gave these babies to the Lord before they were even yeah. conceived, you know? And so wow. for me, it was like, okay, I want to be that kind of woman of faith, yeah, like yeah. Lord, build my faith in this season mm -hmm. so that my waiting can be a testimony. And so now mm -hmm. it's really cool because that was always our prayer. Like, yeah. Lord, make this season of waiting part of our testimony. Lord, use the season that's hurting. Use the season that's yeah. tough. Use the right. season that's difficult. And it's why there's so much power in testimony, right? I can't remember the yes. verse exactly, but it says that they defeated him mm -hmm. by the blood of the lamb and by the power of their yeah. testimony. Mm -hmm. And so we need to recognize that a lot of times our test will become our testimony. Yeah. And so while we're Good. inside of the test, that's what we need to be praising the Lord for. We're like, man, Lord, this is hard right now. This is difficult. I didn't think I was going to have to walk through it. But Lord, I know you're going to use it for your yeah, glory. Lord, I know that you're going to come through on your promise. So I am in faith 
I'm going to believe that you are who you say you are. I'm going to believe that you are a God who cannot lie. Mm. So if you've said it, it has to come true because that is your character, yep. right? It's not based on me. I think so often we can get like caught up in thinking God has similar characteristics that yeah. we do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God yeah, yeah. is so much better. His ways are yes. so much higher. So it's so much higher. Yes. And so I want to put all my trust in who he is and yeah. not who I think he should be to me. That's so good. I had two things I was thinking of when you were mentioning that. The first thing was, you know, you're mentioning Hannah, some of these Old yes. Testament people. I have been reading through um, Genesis again, and I was um, brought back to the story of Hagar and mm-hmm. how she was just kind of, you know, people really did her dirty. She just, yeah. like life just really did not go well for her. You know, yeah. she got kicked out. She got pregnant mm-hmm. under the weirdest of circumstances. She was wandering yeah. in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and she probably felt really just alone alone and forgotten by God. And I just want to remind people that Hagar called God Elroy, the God who sees, the God who sees her. And even though she was still walking through the wilderness, God didn't necessarily pluck her out of the wilderness right away. But she said, God, I know that you see me. And I had this, Mm -hmm. she had this personal, intimate face-to-face moment with the Lord. And knowing that God saw her and knowing that God was with her helped her Mm -hmm. go back into a circumstance that was really hard. But then God used her son to be a part of an incredible story. And so I think knowing And in your waiting, in your wilderness, in those seasons that God sees you, I think that's even enough to cling on to, right? And another thing I was thinking of too is that like – Okay, because of the fall, sin is inevitable. Can't really do much about that. God used it, right, to redeem us. If there was a perfect world, we wouldn't need that redemption in Jesus to come, which was the best thing ever. But I think knowing that, okay, we have these tests and these trials, God is so good to actually use those for a purpose, right? I think sometimes Mm -hmm. we're like, okay, why does God even test us? And it's like, actually, God repurposes those tests. He repurposes the messes to be an opportunity to make us more like him. So we should actually praise the Lord, even though it's hard. But in the midst of that, be like, Lord, thank you for actually taking something that was really evil, right? What, you know, what people meant for evil, God, you know, repurposed for good. And so I think that's something to cling on to is that like God is too good to let those hard times go to waste in our lives, right? I think this is so, so powerful. I literally love the word you're bringing. And I think it's, it's incredible to see you and Chad just like founding your lives upon God's word and being like, this is what God's word said. This is like what the people of the Bible yeah. had to cling to. And that's what we yes. can cling to. And yeah, it's just an incredible testimony. And I know that like this prayer for this baby, like you said, has been one that has been answered, but how there's so yeah. much that you're still going to walk through and you have walked through. And yeah. um, I think even for me just to like refer to these words, like play this episode again, because we're all going to yeah. be longing, but to know mm-hmm. that like, the Lord is what sustains us. He like yes. to sum up, he is good, he is trustworthy, and um yes. the test can become a testimony, right, girl? I Amen. am so, so thankful. Do you mind, Tori, as we close, just saying a quick word, um, just a prayer over, you know, the women and the friends that. listening for those who may be waiting and just wrestling yes. with the Lord, just to encourage them. Yes, I would love to pray. Let's do it. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today and we lift up your daughters. We lift up anyone, Lord, who is in that season of feeling like you've forgotten them mm-hmm. or they feel alone or they feel like this thing that they've been praying for is never going to come to pass. And they're mm-hmm. starting to let worry and doubt and fear and disappointment set into their hearts. Lord, yeah. I pray that today you would renew their strength, that as they press into your presence, Lord, that you would meet them there 
that you would remind them that you have a purpose, that you have a plan and that your plans are better than theirs, that you are going to use this season for your glory Mm. or that you're going to use this season to encourage others in their lives. Lord, I pray that they would cling on to your joy, that they would choose to focus on who you are and what you've done Mm. in their lives, that they would choose to focus on all the answered prayers that they are currently walking in. Mm. Lord, I pray that they would just lift their hands up to you, Lord, because we know that when we are praising your name, when we have our hands lifted high, it is hard to stay down, Lord. So Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your promises. We thank you that you are near to the brokenhearted. We thank you that you walk before us, beside us, and behind us, that you surround us, Father, that we are never alone, but you are always there for us. Lord, all we have to do is seek and we will find, knock and the door will be opened. Lord, so we thank you that you are our father and our friend, that you are powerful, and yet you are so personal that we can bring everything to you, that you are not scared Mm -hmm. of our emotions, our anger, our Mm -hmm. frustration, Lord, but your exchange rate is so good. Mm -hmm. As we bring those things to you, you give us in exchange strength and joy and peace. Wow. Lord, we thank you for this. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' powerful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, sweet sister. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. I am so thankful for you and that you take the time, girl. I know. I mean, you you said you were riding on that second trimester energy, so I'm thankful (laughs) we could uh, make this happen. But girl, you are a blessing. I am so thankful for the Lord and what he did through this. So thank you for being here. Before we close, can you let people know um, where to find you on Instagram, on the podcast? I will have it linked, but just so they know, um, because I want them to connect with you if they haven't absolutely so on youtube it's tori and chad masters on instagram it's tori masters and on (laughs) podcasts it is the morning with the masters Um, and so find us on all of the social media accounts it feels like (laughs) yes yes no i love it and it's great because there's just so much goodness there so tori thank you love you sister i'm so thankful for you i love you too thanks for having me